Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of It's News to Us, the WRVA news podcast. I'm Jeff Stapleton, reporter with News Radio WRVA. We're going to start off with the story that started off the day pretty much around 6.30 this morning. A little bit before 6.30 this morning, uh, uh, people had called 911 for seeing heavy smoke and fire on Chamberlain Avenue, kind of near Virginia Union University, and uh, firefighters were called out to that scene on Chamberlain, and when they got there a couple minutes later, uh, they noticed that the fire was so large that they had to activate a second alarm, so a second alarm was activated at that point, and uh, between the time that, uh, I guess, uh, the initial call came out and when firefighters got on the scene, they noticed someone inside this facility, which, by the way, is leased by Richmond Public Schools as kind of a fleet maintenance facility, mainly for school buses, but there are a couple of vehicles in there as well. Uh, uh, a person was in this facility and got out safely. So in the end, there were no injuries. Really kind of... Uh, really good fortune because the fire looked really bad when it was initially reported around 6.30 this morning. Um, so basically, uh, there was a lot of damage to the building. However, it's not clear right now whether the building is considered a total loss. Uh, Richmond Public Schools, of course, uses it as a uh, uh, as a fleet maintenance facility. And Amy Vu with Richmond Fire says that up to five school buses were um, damaged beyond repair as a result of that fire, as well as two vehicles. In addition, there was one other bus that was, she says, staged outside the facility that was also heavily damaged beyond repair. So they don't know the cause of this fire as of yet. And once again, there's no information as to whether the building can be salvaged or not as, the, as of the time of this recording. And uh, Amy Vu with Richmond Fire says it's very fortunate that, A, that nobody was injured in this incident, and, B, that it didn't really spread to any other buildings because there's some buildings kind of close by to this uh, facility, and it didn't spread to, the, um, to anything else. So it was very much contained, and it took an hour to get the fire under control. So that was what happened early this morning. Second story we're going to get to today is something that just broke uh, pretty late uh, this afternoon. In fact, right before I recorded this, there was a fatal stabbing in Chesterfield. This was in the Bon Air neighborhood on uh, Iron Mill Road, the 10,200 block of Iron Mill Road. Now, Chesterfield police initially were called out about 1225 this afternoon, Wednesday afternoon, and... Um, saw that a female had been stabbed by a suspect at that residence that she knew. And uh, they, uh, police had initially said that this person had life-threatening injuries, but she has now been killed. 
in this incident. She's identified as 39-year-old Bonnie Hobson, and uh, she did die as a result of her injuries. The adult male suspect, uh, who is known to all three victims, the deceased female and another victim, uh, was located by police at the scene and detained. So the suspect is known to the victims, and there was no immediate threat to the community as a result. So police continue to investigate the incident. If you have any information, you should contact Chesterfield Police at 804-748-1251, or you can call Crime Solvers at 804-748-0660, or you can uh, give information through the P3 app. So that stabbing today in Chesterfield that occurred around midday turned out to be a fatal stabbing. But once again, no threat to the community. The suspect, who was known to uh, the person who was killed and another person who was injured in the stabbing, uh, it was known, so there's no, it wasn't, it wasn't a random uh, stabbing as the one that we saw uh, a couple weeks ago that happened in Chesterfield. Also in Chesterfield, we had a story today, uh, Chesterfield Fire and EMS publicly speaking for the first time after the Saturday death of Alicia Monahan. You may remember the Chesterfield firefighter, fire and EMS member who was in North Carolina doing a swift water rescue course where she drowned uh, and she ended up dying while teaching that course Saturday afternoon in North Carolina. Now, this is the first time that Chesterfield Fire and EMS has spoken publicly about Alicia Monahan and the incident, but they didn't really have a heck of a lot of new information about it. Uh, the uh, Chesterfield Fire and EMS Chief Loy Center said that uh, she was doing basically what she loved to do. She loved to educate people. She had um, gone, and, and it was part of a group that had— uh, uh, he described her as an active swift water instructor who taught multiple classes during her off-duty time. And these classes would take place out of state, sometimes, uh, well, in North Carolina, South Carolina, which is where this incident happened. And actually, it happened in North Carolina, but it started, he described, in South Carolina. And she also has done some in Georgia as well. And so she was doing everything that's normal that she does, and she was doing what she loved, teaching people how to uh, teach swift water rescue. And she was doing a technique that she had done multiple times while teaching these courses, and she was freestyling, uh, freestyle swimming, when all of a sudden she was face down in the water, and it was very sudden. So uh, other than that, he says for no, I mean, for some unknown reason, still an unknown reason as to why she stopped swimming and became unresponsive. Uh, but that's what happened. She It happened all of a sudden, and she was pronounced dead at the hospital despite uh, attempts to resuscitate her on site. So once again, a very tragic story. But she also, or the um, uh, chief also said... Um, Center, Loy Center says that uh, she was a very vital part of Chesterfield Fire and EMS, serving 11 years at the Clover Hill Fire Station. She was she went through the rigorous steps to become a uh, a swift water rescue and scuba instructor, and uh, would you know, went through that uh, process and uh, was very proud of what she did and 
did a lot of things off duty. And he said it took a while to kind of talk about it publicly for the first time because they were still kind of piecing together and they still are trying to piece together what's what the lead agencies in North Carolina have to say about this incident. But uh, they say that, you know, this happened 400 miles away and it happened while she was off duty. So there was just challenging, um, challenging aspects of piecing all this together all the way around. And it, there still is, but uh, there was the first opportunity, at least for Chesterfield Fire and EMS to speak publicly about the tragic loss of Alicia Monahan. Also, Henrico police looking for more information about a vehicle versus bicyclist hit and run. Uh, this happened on the 19th of June, and Henrico police responded to the intersection of Quarter Mill Road and Copper Creek Lane. If you if you know that sort of part of the county, Quarter Mill Road is kind of in the area of uh, J.R. Tucker High School off Parham Road, and a lot of apartments, townhouses in that area. Uh, When police arrived at the scene, officers spoke to the victim who stated he was on his bike traveling westbound on Quarter Mill Road when the driver of a vehicle traveling eastbound turned north onto Copper Creek Lane in front of the bicyclist. The action by the driver caused the cyclist to crash into the rear of the vehicle, ejecting him off the bike and into the intersection. The driver or the car is described as a 2010 maroon sedan with a dirty appearance, and it fled the scene, and police are wanting to find the driver of that vehicle. The suspect vehicle is missing a piece of the right rear brake light, and the victim was transported to the hospital, but the good news is had several non-life-threatening injuries, so going to make it okay, but a harrowing experience for the bicyclists and police want to find the person who is driving the car and if you have any information make sure you call detective hazel grove at 804-501-5000 that's what we have today a rather uh, kind of a busy day in the newsroom uh, and remember that uh, please comment on this podcast uh, you can find this podcast wherever you download your podcast it's news to us episode 11 and uh, please rate us and uh, we can Um, use that for future use on uh, the podcast to try to deliver a good product for you in the future as well. And this is Jeff Stapleton. Matt Demline will be rejoining me tomorrow on this particular podcast. As for now, that's it. I'm Jeff Stapleton, News Radio WRVA. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 